With winter coming, and all the health issues it brings, now's the time to make sure your immune system is as strong as it can be and to build your natural immunity. It's time to empower your immune system. Empower supercharges your immunity because it's made from AHCC, one of the most powerful mushroom extracts to ever come out of Japan. It's been shown to enhance your immune protection by over 300%, and it has the robust research to prove it. Empower is my first go-to when it comes to immune support. I personally take it daily and prescribe it to my patients in need of immune support. And who doesn't these days? If you're looking for a way to supercharge your immune system protection and build your natural immunity, Empower is the solution for you. For more information and order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518, 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com for Empower. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest so we'll on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. I can't tell you how excited I am to be with you this weekend. Can't think of a place I'd rather be than right here behind this very microphone, sharing important life-changing information with you. 877-726-8255. This hour we have uh, some recorded calls because you can call that number and you can record a question anytime you like uh, during the week. Uh, also, we're available for your calls during the program. We encourage you to come directly into the doctor's office by calling 877-726-8255. Is your DNA steering you towards a vegetarian diet? Uh, that speaks to the science of something called nutrigenomics. We'll talk a little bit about that later in the program. But first, this... You know the commercial? I think it was a Pringles commercial, but you can't have just one. And we celebrate the fact that we are addicted to ultra palatable, delicious, tempting, ultra processed foods. And there's a new big study that suggests that indeed, these things, for example, ice cream, potato chips, they're just as addictive as cocaine or heroin. And we're sort of closing the circle on an argument. The same kind of argument was made about cigarettes, where first we identified the harms, and that was denied for a long time. The tobacco industry said, well, yeah, there's not really evidence that cigarettes cause heart disease. And it took decades before that was conclusively demonstrated and admitted by the tobacco industry. You know, indeed, there's mm, you know, sketchy evidence that cigarettes cause cancer. No, that's been conclusively demonstrated. And then when they opened the archives of the tobacco industry and there was disclosure of tobacco industry-funded research, which showed that cigarettes were highly addictive and that the tobacco industry was crafting tobacco products with a view towards getting people hooked to sell more cigarettes. They Their vehicles were designed to make people buy more cigarettes, the very self-same cigarettes that already 
evidence showed could make you sick and kill you. Well, same thing's happening with ultra-processed foods. So the time may not be too distant when enterprising attorneys, class action lawyers, begin to target the processed food industry with pretty well scientifically substantiated information that A, the stuff kills you, and B, it's designed to be highly addictive. So this study just out is a smoking gun study. It's a new analysis of 281 studies, so it's very robust, looking across 36 different countries. It's uncovered that a staggering 14% of adults are hooked on ultra-processed foods. I think that's a conservative assessment. Because in the United States, it turns out that, according to the latest statistics, about 60% of the calories that Americans consume are from ultra-processed foods. Think sausage, cold cuts, ice cream, biscuits, soft drinks, sugary cereals, dressings, candies. Uh, they have been linked to conclusively to cognitive decline, cancer, psychological distress, cardiovascular disease, obesity, uh, diabetes, and early death. And so the study was done by Professor Ashley Gerhardt, who has created something called the Yale Food Addiction Scale. You can look it up and you can actually find out on a scale of one to 10, or I don't know, uh, one to 100, that tells you how addictive a food is. <laughs> I think the ultimate addictive food for me is Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh, that's just a perfect blend of saltiness and sweet with peanut butter and chocolate, two of my favorite things. And uh, I bought uh, some Halloween candy to give out to the trick-or-treaters, and we got a big bowl of little tiny bite-sized Snickers bars and Mars bars and those ubiquitous Reese's pieces that uh, we're going to give out. And they're sitting around the house. And I, <laughs> I'm proud to say that I was able to forbear and only had one. But, you know, kind of goes back to bet you can't have just one. These foods are highly tempting and addictive. They're designed to be that way. They say the combination of refined carbohydrates and fats often found in ultra-processed foods seems to have a supra-addictive effect on brain reward systems, uh, which may increase the addictive potential of these foods. Uh, the uh, author wrote in the BMJ, uh, and what they're saying is that um, this is truly a problem, but it's intentionally done to get people hooked. They say that eating ultra-processed foods triggers a rush of dopamine. They've actually done brain imaging, and that may be actually how they design foods now in uh, big food laboratories working for major food conglomerates to kind of do market research and test whether foods are going to be a hit or a miss they can actually do brain imaging to see if eating a certain food lights up certain parts of your brain associated with euphoria and pleasure and gratification. So uh, they say that 
this rush of dopamine, uh, followed by a steep decline, you know, then you crash and burn, results in an endless cycle of craving, getting a fix, and then crashing, which is very similar. Think about it to that of someone who is addicted to alcohol or drugs or caffeine uh, or nicotine, what have you. So uh, there you have it. I, you know, I think this is a momentous study that may usher in a sea change in how we view and regulate these products. 877-726-8255, our number, that number available to you 24-7, 365. And we have... We have a recorded question. Let's hear it. Just wanted to know, and and your opinion, really, um, about Bartholine cyst. Uh, I used to get them when I was in my 20s and 30s every now and then. Uh, One actually needed to be cut. Uh, in, an, in the hospital, that's how bad it got, and it wouldn't burst on its own. Uh, now, a uh, number of years later, uh, in my 70s, I seem to develop one, and it seems to be stubborn, even though I've been uh, bathing in cyst baths. Just wanted to know if you have any other suggestions for uh, botulinum cyst, and is there anything that really causes them? Okay, so what is a Bartholin cyst? Well, there are Bartholin glands uh, in the uh, external genital region of females, uh, which are designed to lubricate the vagina. They actually secrete uh, mucus, uh, kind of like salivary glands in the mouth. But just like salivary glands in the mouth, sometimes they get blocked uh, and they swell and they cause cysts. And the cysts sometimes resolve on their own. Uh, or sometimes they actually need to be surgically lanced and treated. And it's a nuisance kind of problem for many women. It's not clear why they develop, but it is thought that they may have something to do with uh, infections. Uh, the But short of an actual infection that you can detect, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like a sexually transmitted disease, you know, something that's on uh, the map for, gynecologists and infectious disease doctors, um, it may be that it has to do with the vaginal microbiome. And, you know, we pay a lot of attention to the intestinal microbiome, but the vagina has a microbiome uh, where there's hopefully a happy blend of diverse bacteria and sometimes fungal species uh, that coexist in a balance down there. And, you know, through the use of antibiotics and through the use of sometimes douching products and uh, antibiotic soaps and poor diet, uh, the vaginal microbiome changes. The vaginal microbiome, by the way, shares a lot of characteristics with the uh, the intestinal microbiome, which is in close proximity. And so uh, you recently, I was just at the American Nutrition Association conference in uh, North Carolina, which was a great conference. And, you know, we're sitting around at uh, the table and having lunch with people. And uh, I started talking to uh, a young woman who uh, I'm going to have as a guest on the program, uh, who is uh, part of a company that does microbiome testing on the vagina. And, you know, for the female uh sexual uh apparatus and it's really quite interesting because what they can detect you know short of an actual infection for which 
antibiotics are prescribed. They can detect imbalances in the microbiome, which may cause such problems as Bartholin cysts, vaginal irritation, pain on intercourse, uh, you name it, you know, discharge. Uh, th- these are sometimes things that are under the radar. And by characterizing the vaginal microbiome, uh, we can use things like probiotics. We can use herbal therapies, diet change. Sometimes antibiotics are necessary uh, to modify that. Even sometimes hormonal treatments like uh, vaginal estrogen uh, can be helpful at changing the vaginal microbiome. And then, you know, we can alleviate these problems. I mean, that's on the drawing boards, uh, this is a new startup, but I think there's a lot of plausibility because we pay so much attention to the intestinal microbiome, but very little to the vaginal microbiome, which makes a lot of sense when we're trying to deal with some of the health problems, even chronic urinary tract infections that are associated with imbalances down there. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255, or number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoppinStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. We know that exercise is one of the most effective ways to fend off cognitive decline as you age. There's no question about it. It enhances brain-derived neurotropic factor, BDNF, which is kind of like miracle growth for your brain cells. But what about for younger individuals? Uh, this study posed the question, can exercise help to improve or preserve cognitive function throughout adulthood in younger, healthy adults? So they looked at a group of cognitively normal individuals without age-related cognitive decline, age 20 to 67. And they were randomly assigned to one of two six-month, four times per week interventions, either 
aerobic exercise or simply stretching, you know, getting down and on a carpet, I guess, and stretching. The, the stretching was the control because you got to say, you know, got to do something. So here's what they found. Uh, they found that, of course, aerobic capacity increased significantly in the aerobic exercise, folks. It decreased significantly in the stretching toning condition. Weight decreased significantly in the exercise group, but not in the stretching toning condition. Executive function, the ability to problem solve, improved significantly in the aerobic exercise condition, in particular uh, among the older subjects, but also among the, the younger subjects. Uh, cortical thickness, when they did brain imaging, increased significantly in the aerobic exercise group in the left frontal region. So there actually were, there was growth in areas of the brain associated with executive function in the cerebral cortex. Very cool study. So get out there and just do it. The fall season upon us and other factors uh, uh, contribute to airborne uh, pollution. So it's time to buttress your respiratory health with Breathe Clear from my friends at NT Factor. Breathe Clear with NT Factor combines the benefits of NT Factor's breakthrough lipids formula with powerful bioflavonoids and amino acids. Together, they've been shown to restore energy, repair the damage to cells caused by air pollution, decrease allergic reactions, reduce sinus congestion, and open your blood vessels. Breathe Clear with NT Factor is the best formulation available for tackling both allergies and the free radical damage caused by air pollution. So for a limited time, buy one container of NT Factor lipids powder and get a bottle of Breathe Clear with NT Factor free. That's a $27 value. Just go to ntfactor.com, ntfactor.com, or call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158. Arm yourself with the protective power of NT Factor Limits Powder and get Breathe Clear with NT Factor absolutely free and breathe freely while supporting your body's fight against allergies and free radicals. There's a new innovation for kids suffering from life-threatening peanut allergy. That's so prevalent now among kids. Uh, it's a skin patch which releases tiny, tiny molecules of peanut allergen into the skin where it would be dangerous to you know, inject them with peanut or to even give them sublingual drops. It's a skin patch, a peanut skin patch that uh, enabled kids to begin to tolerate the equivalent of one to four peanuts after completing the treatment course. So a promising way of preventing uh, sometimes tragic death in kids super allergic to peanuts. Hopefully it'll be available soon. 877-726-8255 for Intelligent Medicine. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged garlic extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, 
and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255, our number. And... Why do people follow a vegetarian diet? Well, is it uh, due to ethics or politics? Are they concerned about uh, the survival of the planet and therefore they want to reduce uh, carbon emissions due to animal farms? Uh, is it due to you know, orthorexia? In other words, they're inordinately obsessed with what they eat. Uh, is it because they think it's healthier? Uh, where there are definitely studies that suggest that uh, vegetarians are leaner, they have lower cholesterol, uh, they may be free from many conditions that afflict people who consume an omnivorous, indiscriminate diet. Well, there's an interesting new study that suggests that your genes may be steering you towards a vegetarian diet. And this has to do with the science that is emerging called nutrigenomics. Nutrigenomics, well, it's got the word gene in it and nutri, nutrition. And it's an amalgam of those two words, which suggests that your genes may dictate your nutritional requirements and may steer you to one diet or another. The promise of nutrigenomics is that we could simply submit a saliva sample uh, or get a blood test and our genetic pattern will tell us what diet we're best suited for. That's kind of the eternal question when people come to my office is what diet is best for me? And usually I base it on their medical conditions, uh, on their history, uh, on their ancestry, because I think that's important too. If your ancestors came from a part of a world where uh, diets were predominantly animal protein based, such as in the northern climes, well, maybe just maybe you'll do better with a... Nordic diet that is rich in fish, animal protein, even dairy, uh, saturated fat, well tolerated, but or perhaps your ancestors came from an equatorial region. Maybe you're more suited to a vegetarian diet, such as your ancestors subsisted on for centuries and millennia. So uh, they did this big study, and it's a very big study using something called GWAS, G-W-A-S, gene-wide association. And interestingly, what they found, by the way, the study is based on over 500,000 individuals. So it's, it's a robust study looking at uh, the genetics and linking the genetics to uh, whether people were vegetarians. Uh, and they found that uh, there were several genes uh, that had something to do with one's likelihood of being a vegetarian. There was one in particular, it's called NPC1, which I don't expect you to know. It's an obscure gene, but it was linked to what are called single nucleotide polymorphisms, which have to do with the movement of cholesterol and what are called glycolipids, which are sugar fatty acid combinations. And so what they found was that 
there actually was somewhat of a correlation, but it was only about a 14% correlation between the presence of that gene and the likelihood that one would be a vegetarian. So I think we're beginning to see progress in this area, but I would issue a caution flag because there are tests now, where even there are mail-order tests, where you can submit a saliva sample. Uh, you don't even need to see a doctor. And they'll come back, and they'll come back with dietary recommendations. They'll tell you what vitamins you need to use. Uh, they'll even sell you the vitamins. It's kind of a marketing strategy. They'll tell you that your genes uh, mean that you need more of certain vitamins. And there is, there is some science behind that. B vitamins, higher requirements in people with certain genes, higher requirements for vitamin D with people with certain genes, higher requirements for choline and antioxidants uh, in people with certain genes. Okay, I get it. But the science, I think, is not quite there to substantiate slavishly following recommendations based on a saliva sample. I'll give you an example of where this falls short. And when it comes to nutrition, uh, okay, that's kind of a soft consideration. What about disease? Disease, that's a hard consideration because, you know, whether you have uh, steak for dinner or tofu, well, that's a little bit less of a very tangible outcome than whether you're going to come down with a disease, right? So a big study here in BMJ Medicine, and they looked at the same thing, gene-wide associations or GWAS, Headline, genetic risk scores not useful in predicting disease, even hard diseases, which are formally diagnosed, pretty serious. The study found that on average, only 11% of individuals who develop a disease are identified with these. Well, there's some predictive value, 11%, that's not that good. Maybe tongue diagnosis, as we talked about earlier in the program, could be a better predictor. Uh, well, at the same time, 5% of people who did not develop the disease tested positive for the risk of disease. And we see that. We see that. For example, with, there's a so-called Alzheimer's disease test, the APOE test. APOE4, uh, when you get a double hit, higher risk of Alzheimer's disease. But not everybody with that gene develops cognitive decline or dementia. There's a higher risk. It's probabilistic. But it's not conclusively demonstrating that you're going to get it 100%. Uh, same thing for even things like BRCA, the BRCA genes, BRCA1, BRCA2, higher risk for breast cancer, higher risk for ovarian cancer, but it's not inevitable. So even when you look at multiple genes together, because these are not just looking at single hits, they're looking at combinations of genes. And now computers enable us to do AI and machine learning on these combinations so that we can look at literally dozens, sometimes hundreds of genes together and weight them in terms of their influence on disease outcome or potentially dietary preference, we're still not there yet. And uh, we need to make more progress before we get ahead of ourselves and use these techniques to tell people what to eat. It's highly individualized. Uh, there's an art to it. I don't claim to have be the end-all and be-all of discernment about this with the patients that I see, uh, but uh, we can you know, make a pretty good prediction of whether people respond to a low-carb diet, whether they're tolerant of fats, animal protein, uh, based on 
how they present and uh, their clinical characteristics. 877-726-8255. Do I sound a little smarter today? I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I do. I do. I think I'm, I'm feeling smarter. And that may be because uh, I'm drinking a little bit of decaf, into which I've added some cocoa flavanol powder. And there's evidence that dark chocolate may have cognitive benefits. In fact, extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function. Cocoa flavanols share a similar mechanism with beetroot. I didn't know that. They both boost nitric oxide, but chocolate tastes a lot better. Nitric oxide increases artery flexibility, which improves circulation. And a side-by-side comparison of 10 independent studies, five cocoa flavanols, five beetroot, suggests the cocoa flavanols increase artery flexibility by as much as 50% more than beetroot. Flavanatural's dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. Their secret is sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day for more information and to order. Just go to flavanaturals.com. There you'll find the extensive research behind cocoa flavanols benefits and great recipes too. That's flavanaturals.com. Check it out. Uh, okay. So when it comes to, uh, our callers, 877-726-8255 is the way to get through to us. And let's hear one of our recorded questions. I'm 88 years old. On the 21st of, of August, I was uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. I had received all, of my, all five of my vaccinations. The following three days, I received infusions of remdesivir. And within a week, I was feeling remarkably better. I'm continuing to progress and feeling better. And I have fought the congestion in my lungs, but that too is improving by the day. But uh, the uh, exhaustion is just what is the overwhelming part of this. But I am grateful. I will have more COVID vaccines if they offer them. And um, I'm grateful to be alive. Okay, very interesting uh, question, because clearly, you know, an 88-year-old might be at higher risk of bad outcomes with COVID. You know, we look at people who have what's what's termed immunosenescence uh, or frailty, and they're at higher risk of having severe COVID, even dying of COVID, uh, and it turns out of having long COVID. Now, it's not clear that the COVID per se is what's causing your fatigue because before COVID, people who had pneumonia, for example, or who had the flu often experienced uh, post-viral fatigue. And so that's a characteristic of virtually any infection. Uh, so this is not brand new. And it suggests that there's something residual that keeps hanging on uh, that was triggered by the COVID. And so... You know, I see a lot of these patients these days. I even see some patients who've had vaccine reactions, which is similar to having had COVID because the spike protein engenders an immune response in both instances and can cause long-term fatigue, dizziness, lightheadedness, muscle aches, uh, symptoms that are similar to chronic fatigue syndrome, post-Lyme disease, or fibromyalgia. And so 
Uh, I can't give you a panacea for this, but I tell you what I would do. I would just look at all factors in your life and I would consider hormonal things because some of our patients benefit, the males benefit from testosterone, uh, the females may benefit from more of a unisex approach using DHEA. Uh, there's evidence that creatine can be helpful for long COVID. Uh, it's something that the athletes use to increase athletic performance, but it also improves energy. We want to work on the mitochondria with things like NT factor. We want to use uh, NAD, product that I like is uh, Niacel from Thorn or True Niagen. Uh, these are products that deliver uh, uh, NAD, which is an energy thing. Obviously, coenzyme Q10 may play a role there too. Uh, the microbiome seems to be affected by COVID. And so sometimes addressing microbiome problems uh, can help patients who have long COVID. And so uh, there is no single remedy for long COVID. But the good news is that you're doing well and you seem to have recovered from the more serious challenges that COVID posed. It's just that it's kind of leaving you tired and debilitated and we don't want to make that the beginning of a circling the drain process that sometimes affects people after illness when they're older. Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255 is our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. The FDA recently issued a qualified health claim saying that high flavanol cocoa powder may help prevent cardiovascular disease. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline. Flava Naturals Dark Chocolate Bars and Cocoa Powder deliver 5 to 9 times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. Their secret is sourcing premium, high-flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. There you'll find the extensive research behind cocoa flavanols benefits and great recipes too. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255. Another great recorded question. Shall we? Let's hear it. What would help correct uh, myopia, nearsightedness, and those, uh, especially over 55, what vitamins or supplements in those over the age of 55, just myopia? And the second question was, what would repair any damage to eyes in any age for people who never remember their blue light glasses? Okay, so uh, on the subject of myopia, uh, taint nothing under the sun that can reverse myopia. Uh, I should know because I got severe myopia. I was the first kid in my class in, you know, must have been like fourth grade who had both glasses and braces. And, uh, you know, it's been 60 years. I finally overcome the trauma of that. Uh, but uh, when it comes to myopia, you can't treat it with vitamins, you know, unlike things like macular degeneration, potentially cataracts, potentially glaucoma, uh, you can't reverse it. Uh, it's kind of like your eyeball got overstretched. It's long. And it's kind of like, you know, how do you take a sock that you've stretched out 
and have it go back to the way it was before. Can't do it. No can do. You can, however, prevent myopia. And one of the ways to do that is something that I didn't do enough of as a kid is run around outside and play and be in the sunlight uh, instead of staring into a book. I was an avid reader. I started reading, uh, you know, Cat in a Hat when I was four and a half, and I didn't look back. And the problem was I spent too much time uh, in a studious posture with my face planted in a book. There weren't any devices then, and that tends to produce the eye strain that is associated with that. So that's from a prevention angle. Let's talk about blue light because there's a lot about blue light and using blue blocker glasses and even contact lenses. And Okay, so the light comes in a spectrum, which means that there's, you know, like the rainbow. There's uh, light at one end of the spectrum, which is uh, ultraviolet and blue, and there's light at another end of the spectrum, which is uh, yellow, orange, and red. And we need blue light from the sun. It's a great thing to wake us up, uh, heightens our attention, uh, increases our cortisol, which is a good thing as a wake-up call in the morning. So you want to get out and get direct sunlight, you know, stare into the, you know, directly into the sun. But when it's low on the horizon, you can look in the direction of the sun and, you know, experience the sunlight. Or, you know, if you can't do that, use an SAD light, which is full spectrum, which provides both blue light as well as all the other colors of the rainbow. Uh, and studies show that it uplifts mood, increases reaction times. Now, Electronics emit a relatively um, unnatural uh, spectrum of light, but it, they, they include a lot of blue light. And they say it's bad for your eyes, but really that claim lacks concrete scientific evidence. The problem with the blue light is that it should be timed so that you know when the sun goes down, as it does this time of the year, uh, in the early evening or the late afternoon, we experience darkness, especially when we change the clocks, and we sit and we peer in our devices, uh, we get nonstop exposure to blue light. And that doesn't necessarily damage the eyes, but what it does is it affects the brain and keeps us awake and energizes us and activates us at precisely the time that we want to relax. It disrupts our circadian rhythm, and that's a problem. So I use an app which actually takes out the blue light on my devices. But you know, you need uh, blue, you know, the blue blocker glasses, or you can use them, uh, but use them late at, late at night. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. And that's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance products line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash Protocol for Life Balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research, including methyl action. Methyl action contains B vitamins in their active forms, promoting a vital process called methylation, which helps maintain normal homocysteine levels, supporting neurological, cardiovascular, eye, and bone health. Methyl action is a good choice for anyone who wants to support their overall health and well-being. It is especially beneficial for individuals individuals wanting to keep their homocysteine levels within normal range and who want to age gracefully. So for more information to order, order methyl action. Just go to drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. And so that's all the time that we have for today's program. Remember, Intelligent Medicine uh, at drhoffman.com is your hub for information. You can download podcasts, subscribe to our newsletter, follow us on social media. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.